Civ and the Pylon. It is I, the Civ, Sam, joined here by... I, the Pylon, Corinth. Cool. Thanks for joining us, reticent friends and family. Um, before we get into any of last week's or any of the catch-up stuff, I just wanted to real quick go over Tony D'Angelo. He's a real bummer. Um, this guy's just, uh, he's the fucking worst. Uh, said I was gonna swear less this week. We'll work on it. He, uh, I mean, it's like you go down the list. He's a COVID denier. He is a election denier. He left Twitter for Parler because thing. Um, he stole Keandre Miller, who's actually from Minnesota, St. Paul. Uh, he stole his first goal puck because he's just like a horrible racist piece of trash um he's a bummer he's a super bummer he isn't even doing that well this year or last year he's a a supposed really good defenseman i have other opinions on that and it doesn't really matter because he's a locker room cancer uh the other night he after a loss got into apparently an altercation walking back to the locker room with their their goalie uh this kid gorgiev i don't know i can't pronounce russian names that is that's um gorgiev great yeah. uh who is actually just real quick to interject seems like a pretty okay guy in the grand scheme of hockey he is a blm proponent he has like a pretty badass mlk mask um so it makes sense that these guys wouldn't get along uh Tony D'Angelo pops some shit at him. Chris Kreider, who is a uh, kind of a bully on the ice. I, I honestly have always liked him, um, even Same. though I hate the rags. I really don't like him. Uh, but the the current lore is that him and, and Gorgiev were, Tony D'Angelo and Gorgiev were getting into it in the locker room. Uh, and Chris Kreider came in and finished the fight and punched Tony D'Angelo in his little sniveling fucking face. Tony D'Angelo has been, uh, has been, he's in the process to be dropped from the team. I think, unfortunately, he will probably end up getting traded elsewhere and will continue to have a career in hockey because, um, hockey's not great at no, it's not social justice stuff. Did you? Uh, but it's a little, you know, it's a, it's a little, a little drop of, of justice on some level. I, I hope it really hurt. I hope he broke his nose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope. D'Angelo feels like a fucking sucker. Seriously. And he, he just totally is. Fuck. You know, it kind of bums me out, though, because, like, the range. Like, I, I think it's good that he cleared waivers. Yeah. Like, no team was going to touch that fucking dumpster fire yeah. right after that whole nope. thing. Um, nope. But it's just like, dude, it, when whoever gets traded. For D'Angelo, you're just not going to feel good about yourself. No, like in you're general, not. like it's just going to be like this terrible thing. And it's just like, I think, I just think from like, if you're really trying to change hockey culture, you you gotta like find like find this guy. Yeah, I mean, like. You know, no, there should be stealing. Yeah, it should. Uh, there should be action taken by by powers on higher than the New York Rangers front office, who are now worried about their perception. No, absolutely, uh, and it's just like, I don't know, man. Say, 
yeah, I don't know. But I was creeping around on Twitter. Um, sure. And I found I actually found some audio that I, I don't think it's like well distributed or anything like that. Corey um, with, the, with the hot inside takes. And like, yeah, so shit, I hope we don't get like shut down or anything. Yeah, I don't do you think they're going to get up for us? We're not supposed to have this sort of thing, Corey. No, really not. Apparently that's <laughs> apparently that's what fucking Chris Kreider said before he fucking KO'd Tony there. Before he stole on Tony D'Angelo's little rat face. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, like a fucking thyroid. Yeah. And I don't know, being like a leftist po- podcast, like I think I think it's okay to touch on um cancel culture a little bit here and you know what if you're a piece of shit and if you affect if your actions poorly affect like a community of people if you're like an abuser or anything yeah get the fuck out of here you know like seriously you you know i'm all for calling in i'm all for i'm more for calling out because you don't get the power of like holding space in no. that community anymore. No. Like if you, I, I like, I, I believe that people can be rehabbed. I'm not saying that like, you know, people sure. are terrible forever. Eventually I hope t- he turns, turns the corner here and like learns from his actions, but find but something else, hope- man, go play. F- f- I don't know. Go f- join a cribbage league, go play fucking Yahtzee for all I care. But yeah. dude, shit like that. I want no place in professional sports. It's already run over by rich fucking white dudes. Yep. Get the fuck out, man. For real. Get the fuck out. You don't deserve to make $40 million off the backs of fans or whatever else. The the kid makes uh, a a pretty astounding amount of money for being somebody who espouses so much hate and bullshit. I just, um, I couldn't agree more. I have no, if you've been uh, canceled because of cancel culture, you're probably a piece of shit. Yep, absolutely. And I'm totally fine with it. Anyways, greener pastures here, if you're yeah. ready. Yeah, I'm um, ready. Lay it on. I feel bad because I wanted to cover a lot more of the NWHL tournament. Um, but this is, on, real quick, it's not actually a greener pasture, Corey. It's not. This is also sad. It's also, it is very sad. Um, <laughs> shit, man, we're just rolling with just total bummer today. Um but, it's a weird year. Um, yeah, that tournament uh, got got called because of COVID, um, yeah. which is like a major bummer because the semifinal and final games, which final was going to be last night, and I was hoping to watch that, take a deep dive on some players who performed yep. well and, um, you know, just give it coverage that it deserves to some degree. Um, but, yeah, super – Super tough pill to swallow. Um, yeah. They lost a – you can only imagine they lost a whole shit ton of money. Um, it really it – Well, the looks, NWHL did. The poor, the poor players don't make any money. So Yeah, exactly. Minimal and, amount of money because we're sexist and racist as a country. <laughs> I'll touch on some of that in a second here. Sorry, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but it just – either – I was trying to think of a 
good way to spin it. And I just really don't think that there is. Um, yeah. Having a bubble and, you know, coming in as like a bubble thing, having one team drop out one week and then three the next, it just like yeah. doesn't look good either way you cut it. Like I'm really trying to be positive here, but it just, just yeah. really, really sucks. And then, you know, for the players, um, they're leaving behind families. A lot of them are coaching in college programs or high schools. And yep. it's just got to be like a shitty feeling to like come back and be like, okay, yeah, like this whole thing didn't happen. Yep. It's hard. It's hard to think that like, you know, they're going to have any revenue coming in now for a little bit. Yeah. And honestly, the shittiest thing about it is it happened within a day of national women's and sports day. So it's That's a real bummer. It's just like super That's shitty. A super bummer. Um, <laughs> and then on the same day, um, so there's a, there's a union of uh, professional women, hockey players association, PWHPA. Um, it has 125 members right now. And they're, they, they're not affiliated with the NWHL. They're trying to get more equitable, rate and pay and benefits whole nine totally respect them um they announced the same day that they're gonna do two exhibition games against the rangers at madison square garden on february 28th um they're doing a thing called the dream the dream gap tour that i'm gonna dive more in in the future um but yeah Shitty, shitty feeling for the nwhl uh for that to be announced within a couple hours yeah. of your season folding um i just want to real quick touch on that like the whole thing's so absurd and so sad um what there's a there's 125 members of the uh the women's hockey players association these are like if not the top 125 in the world the top 500 in the world at what they do you know like this is like uh, excellence on a whole other level to just play a professional sport. And first off, they don't make any fucking money, and now they lose like some of the the only recognition that they get for being that excellent at something, at anything in the world. I just, it's it's all a bummer. It's just, it sucks. Yeah. It's really sad that they're missing out on the season. It's really sad that the sport doesn't garner more attention or pay you know, I just think um, it's remarkable to to reach that level of play, period. And it sucks that none of it's playing out for the better for them. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting too. Um, just like the whole atmosphere about it, because like the PWHPA, I mean this with all due respect. Please find like a better abbreviation. That's like really hard to say. It's really long. Um, <laughs> It's not affiliated with like the NWHL, so yeah. I. It's kind of I don't know I don't know, what I don't know what to think of like the two. I know I, I'm all for like the union, um, trying to do their thing and like make sure yeah. shit's equitable. I also have We're a lot of the respect for the NWHL for trying to get the ball rolling. I feel that the fact that there's two entities trying to do something to. Uh, pioneer path for women a uh, professional women's league is great yeah um hopefully they're i don't know hopefully something gets figured out i'd love to support a yep. women's league period 
I wish I was better versed on the whole thing. I know I have heard critiques about the NWHL just again because of of pay scale and prioritizing and you know um I read a couple years ago a breakdown when I think the NWHL maybe was still unpaid or something absurd close to unpaid uh just comparing it and the Canadian League and just we're we're just so far behind on um professional women's sports. Yeah. You know. Um in general in this country i you know i've read other articles about basketball and how if you if you want to make enough money to live in in the wnba you play the other half of the year in europe where they actually pay you a living wage and it's it sucks i just like i can't imagine being that good at something and uh and having to grovel for like half of a living absolutely it's a bummer no for sure uh... so to nwhl players and, and fans i uh i'm sorry my condolences we're real for you though it's a real fucking bummer we are we um are. i'm switching over to the men's league they're not doing too hot either um so far this they season, are not no um <laughs> so far this year um 26 games as of thursday have been postponed Due to Crazy. COVID, um, currently we have Colorado, Minnesota, Buffalo, and New Jersey on the COVID list. Um, I was looking for games to watch uh, last night, and it's just like... I know, me too. There's not a much going There's on. There's like four of them? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, a couple of retirement um, league games going on out west. Yep. <laughs> and then yep. an exhibition against Vegas. And a... <laughs> I didn't even look at the final score. I went to bed when it was like 4-1 to one or something. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. East is just running away with it. It's it's really brutal. But with the whole – with all the games being delayed or postponed, you, you got to think – you have to think that – the 56 game season was like, I don't know, like the top, uh, like just a wish, you know, like this. this I think it was lofty from the jump, right? I mean, you look at it's you're really going to play 26 less games this year when the most fucking brutal pandemic since 19, whatever, the 19 aughts is it just, um, yeah, it was very lofty. Yeah, but. You got. I don't. I don't know what plan is for our postseason. I don't what do they do? I don't know. I think you have to do a bubble because I think you have to finish the season. You need. Yeah. You need a playoffs. You need the Stanley Cup to be awarded, and I think like they set a deadline for to be done before the collective bargaining agreement or July first or whatever. Not the collective bargaining yeah. agreement for contracts, and um. I think you have to do a bubble, but I think what they're going to do, I think they have to go by winning percentage. Sure. The uh, the North League um, hasn't lost any games. And it's... North. Yeah, they haven't... No Canadian team has been... Has forfeited... Not forfeited. Has uh, postponed a game yeah. to COVID protocol. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, well, it's they're tough. not quite as stupid up there. No, they're not. Their rates. I was looking at their COVID rates, and it's just yeah. like they never were really like that gnarly. Like good yeah. for them. They actually took yeah. shit seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're but, open for for dining in <laughs> Chicago. I just think it's crazy. My my restaurant is not, thank God. But um, 
I don't know. It's, it's just like, Dude, it's absurd. Dining in this guy to just be like the worst part of like working in the industry. Like, yeah, you're just like, you're really gonna force your people to go into a dining room full of plague rats when you don't offer them health insurance. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, even when times are like, Great. I mean, you could just be busting yeah, shit out in the kitchen, and then there's just yeah. like shitty customers that are yes. make yeah. you rethink yeah. your entire shit. Like, and now they're that. for sure the shittiest customers because they're coming in during a pandemic, <laughs> 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 and they don't pay any better. And yeah, uh, it's a whole different podcast premise. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do for the playoffs. I think they have to do some sort of bubble. I think somebody's going to get fucking hosed or feel like they got hosed because they played yeah. 48 games as opposed yeah. to, Who I don't know, like Buffalo. I think this is their second stint of uh, postponements. and Sure. So they're going to end the season with like 22 games. <laughs> <laughs> Something Which like that. Probably. Lose anyways. <laughs> well, yeah. I need this season though. I really like just mental health I standpoint. I, I, know. I need I need this I shit do. to finish strong. Um, yeah. Speaking That's of, all we have. Yeah. Speaking of um, speaking of strong starts, uh, David Pasternak returned sure. from IR last week. Pasta crazy. He's played four games. Has eight points. Um, Carbonara be killing it, man. He's uh, yeah. Uh, Bruins didn't have a goal in regulation for the first two games. Uh, they wow. lost those two games in overtime. Have yeah. since went um, not have since their record though is eight one and two. So they have just been racking up the points. They lack serious serious depth uh, at their bottom six. Don't even yeah. need it. <laughs> their top two lines are just shut <laughs> shut down. It's just like whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. They're, uh, God, I hate them so much, but, uh, it's just like, it's a, it's a very well-built hockey team, even when it's not well-built. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it is crazy. And then Canadian league. Oh, and Sammy, uh, last week. It's Scotia North, Corey. <laughs> Scotia North. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, Cal- let's touch on. Sorry, sorry, here you go. Calgary. Calgary Flames. They're bad. They're bad. You know who they play tonight? I do. I do. The uh, the, the Battle of Alberta who, starts anew. It does. It does start anew. Um, who you got? You got the Flames, don't you? I think I do. I, I, they're both bad. Uh, but, yeah, I do. I, mean, I got the Flames. Flames are a bunch of losers. Oilers are just like, okay, you know. Flames they, are four uh, and six. Oilers are six and six. Like, <laughs> I mean. Uh, Flames are four, five, and one. Thank Oilers are much. six and six. I mean, it's they're a point difference. They don't need an extra period to lose, though. <laughs> <laughs> they are more straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh you wanna you wanna make this interesting? What are you saying? You wanna throw some money down on this or what? I wanna throw some money down on it. Yeah. I got five on the Oilers. Ten minutes or something. I got five on the flames. I'll throw Three an extra two down that they win by 
a, a goal. I'll throw two dollars down that the Oilers win by a goal too. You don't got to match that. Just one goal. One goal, at least a goal. Okay. A okay. Goal. Wait, I'll take your money. No, two goals. It has to be two goals. The minimum needed to win a hockey game. Let's take a sip of coffee here. Uh, yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I'll put that. I'll put that out. Seven bucks all day. Well, it, two's an add-on. Hurt, Chef. Um, nothing really to report from the West other than uh, Colorado and Minnesota. My lovely Wild are. Uh, not playing this week. Uh, that affects Phoenix and not prepped on who Colorado doesn't play, but fuck them anyways. Who cares? Yep. Um, yep. West is so boring. Um, it is. Gibson, it's though. It's kind of a dinosaur league. It is a dinosaur league. I got to say, though, Gibson, the goalie for Anaheim, um, even though his, Anaheim sucks. Um, He has no defense in front of him. Goalie, though, I like him. Uh, He's got 2.34 goals against average and a 3, excuse me, 0.92 saves attempts with two shutouts with, like, nothing in front of him. So, I don't know. It's kind of, I feel like if Gibson goes down, what, send him to Hawaii for the rest of the year. He's put in his time. Anaheim, you need to tank. (laughs) Get you some draft picks. (laughs) John Gibson's an interesting goalie. It seems like he's been around forever, but I just looked and he's only, he's 27. Um, you know, they, they ran that tandem with the other dude with two first names. I can't remember. Uh, for years, he ended up somewhere. Anyways, it doesn't matter. And uh, at times, John Gibson looks brilliant. At times, he looks pretty subpar. He's almost like a, uh, like a less polarizing Corey Schneider. Um, you but love that Corey Schneider, man. I do love Corey Schneider. Well, not anymore. He's he's no good now, but I do love Corey Schneider. Um, you know, they talk about how goalies take X amount of years to mature. At 27, it's been suggested that that's people stepping into their prime. So maybe he's uh, maybe he's the next big deal. Maybe. Wise. maybe maybe he's the next Corey Schneider for two years, and then uh, it's bad like Corey Schneider did. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I like that you say that too because I feel like when the Wild signed Talbot, yeah. um, everybody was like, "What are we signing this old goalie for?" Yep. And I was like, "Okay, yep. all you dorks on the internet don't know shit about hockey. This is really when a goalie steps into their prime." Yep. Unfortunately, can't really see how that's playing out too well because he's yeah. injured and now and he's got time anyways. to rest yep. up, Let him stretch his legs or whatever he uh, does in that situation. Yeah. Um, should we should we speak on the draft? Who did from the, 2011? Yeah. Who since it's really a non-point anyhow? Uh, who did the Wilds take with their second first-round pick, Sammy? Zach Phillips. Who was who, uh, that? Never. He uh, he's a he's a bum. Uh, it's another person. Please don't beat me up, Zach Phillips. Uh, I'm sure that you could, even though I have no idea how big you are because you never played a single game in the NHL. Nope. He plays. I think he probably plays in Europe now. He plays with. Mm, I'm so sorry. I'm about to just butcher this. Michela Lavoce Dukla Hockey Club in Slovakia. And, yeah, I was just going to say, lest you think that's the KHL, which is pretty good hockey, it's Slovakia, which is not. No. Uh, 
it's not. There he you go. had one, two, three, four, five seasons, six seasons in the AHL. It looks like five of them were full. Like middle eight player. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, the Wild aren't good at drafting. Real quick, before uh, you win the point about the 2011 draft. What do you mean? The start of my rant was literally only built off the first round because I am a fool and I research anything prior to saying it. But I, I stand by my statement that Mark Shifley was the best first round pick. That's all you got? I did all that's, this prep I, and that's all you got. That's that's all. No, I have. <laughs> I'm ready to have a longer conversation about it. I just want people to know that I was hasty in my statement. <laughs> and there's a little more to it. But Corey, tell me your uh, your conjectures on the 2011 draft winners. Um. Okay. So, yeah, you said Winnipeg, and I felt like you're just trying to be lovely to the northern neighbor team for us, and like, the, yeah. I don't know, man. I I think that's fine, but I'm a stat person, as you can tell now. Yeah. Um. And I just completely disagree. Um, I I gotta say, Tampa Bay. I feel like uh, Tampa Bay did the best. They definitely did the best. Um, with their first round pick, they t- took Vladislav Nemestikov, um, who currently plays for Detroit. Pretty good hockey player. Pretty Not good great. hockey Pretty player. Good. Um, he, professional games played. Um, I feel. I feel like once you get to like the AHL, once you're drafted, I feel like that. I feel like those games count for something because they either build towards where scouts see you and where you end up. So total professional games played so far, he has 436. In those 436 games, he has 191 points. Um, he has 41 playoff game played and nine playoff points. Um, it's like okay. It's it's okay. I mean, looking through the draft year, it's kind of interesting because I think out of uh, thirty times, I don't know, a lot of fucking people, only one hundred and twelve made it into the NHL. And the yeah, it actually wasn't great. It wasn't fifty games. Yeah, two thousand eleven was a little rough. Although um, the first round was pretty strong. Yes, it was absolutely a lot um, of a lot of you know stars to superstars came out of it. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, the first six picks, which I will let you talk about when you talk about Mark Shifley, were pretty pretty great, and a lot of those players are still kicking around. But in the second round, Tampa Bay finds Nikita Kucherov. Um, Best player in the draft. At, I was going to say that, but I yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, last week I got some flack because you would bring up a point and I'd be like, uh, I don't know, but I, I it's well-regarded fact that Nikita Kucherov is com- severely underrated in yeah. the second round, 58th overall. Uh, currently yep. has 515 professional games played. In 515 games, has 547 points. Um, That's nasty. 220 of those points are goals. Um, he has 90 games played in the playoffs with 95 playoff points and one Stanley Cup last year. Um, yep. In the fifth round, they traded away the third and fourth picks. Don't know who got them. 
don't care. Uh, they ha- they got Nikita Nesterov, um, who has played 142 games in the NHL, 33 points, yeah. uh, nine goals, whatever. Nothing remarkable. Real uh, quick point on, on Nikita Nesterov. He's one of those names that sounds very close to skill Russian players. So for years, I think I thought he was okay. And he's just, he's not. But he sounds like a mixture of Kucherov and Nemestikov. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, maybe there's more to this. Yeah, maybe he needs somewhere in the middle. Actually, just like a middle <laughs> hockey player. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned this week. But, I think yeah, I think but, if you put him in a blender and, like, bake him in the oven, yeah. he's, like, yeah. a 1.5 round pick and, like, 35th yes. overall or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing, this... Next pick in the sixth round did nothing of note other than that he played. He was the uh, go, uh, he was the goalie for the Gophers, uh, one game played oh. in the big leagues, and nothing. I think he's playing in Europe right now. Um, sure. And then in the seventh round at two oh one, they picked Matthew Pekka. Nothing remarkable. He's also playing somewhere on the other side of the pond. But in the seventh round, I know they find. Yep. This yep. guy by the name of Andre Palat, who has 504 games played professionally. In 504 games played, 334 points, 114 yeah. goals, 92 games played in the playoffs, and 32 playoff points, and is still on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who won the Stanley Cup last year. He has a Stanley Cup to his name. So Yeah, he's, like, pretty good. It was a really good draft for them. They were the only team that did really well. Um, I, you're, you're right, Corey. <laughs> uh, so just, you know, my my team that I think did best in the 2011 draft um, had 1,671 games played, um, two collective Stanley Cups. Oh, you could argue one because it's the same team. I mean, it's the same team. Uh, it's the yeah. same team. Uh, 1,124 points and 136 playoff points. So, yeah. Um, let's look at the Jets, Sam. Let's talk about the Jets. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it was it was a foolhardy <laughs> statement. Mark Shively was the best player in the first round, okay? <laughs> keep, keep saying it, Sam. Keep saying it. Also, also real quick. Adam Lowry is the only player that I've seen stand up with Ryan Reeves in a fight. So, uh, but yes, in case people aren't looking at the screen I'm looking at, they're not they're all <laughs> five other picks. Uh, one of them played one NHL game. It's but actually, it, I'm, I don't mean to just, it's an AHL game. I went off hockey DB and just put all of the games because there's no way to, there's a bunch of links in that thing. So okay. there's no way to just put everything in text and tape, put NHL games played. So it could even be a minor league. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, subpar. Uh, what I did, what I did learn while looking up things is that because uh, I was like, oh shit, I looked inside Kucherov in the second. And I was like, Corey's gonna win this. Um, that Edmonton's bad at drafting, although they they got Clefbaum and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, but they, they made a lot of other awful draft picks. And I think Florida is maybe the second best from this oh, year. I'm surprised. I did, did no research on Florida. Uh, Huberdeau, 
uh, Vincent Trocek that year. He was a third and rounder, wasn't he? I believe he was. Yep. Um, and Logan Shaw, which is like uh, Logan Shaw's like not, you know, but in a bad draft year, it was pretty good to come away. So I don't, I don't even think Winnipeg's anywhere near the the top. Although they got a very good to great hockey player out of the draft, which is more than the Wild can say. Jonas Brodin's fine, but. Jonas, yeah, I, yeah. Jonas Brodin's like a like a pretty good hockey player. I would have, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but shit, man, Nikita Kucherov's on the board, and you're looking at Jonas Brodin, and you're like, That's oh man, I'm we got saying. Kirill Kaprizov now, man. It would be cool yeah. to have Kucherov Kaprizov on the same line. It sure would. <laughs> it sure would. Yeah, Tampa really did the uh, the like Detroit thing of the '90s, right? And just like found all these Russian superstars. Scouting for Tampa Bay was just like a little, yeah. a little beyond Winnipeg. Are you, you forfeiting any other? Uh, I'm, points I'm, yeah, it's yeah. You won, Corey. <laughs> it's um, fine. I, yeah, and you guys can't see this, but I made a spreadsheet last night. Um, just because I wanted to have something to reference, and Sam is not even talking about any of the stats because they're nowhere close to Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I was looking at Florida last night, and I was like, oh yeah, that's not bad. Um, yeah. But Anaheim would be my second choice. Um, they, the year before, they, they were a first round exit in the play. Oh no, second round exit in twenty. 11 um so i think their draft place was like 25th or something like that um their first pick though in the first round was 30th um beside the point uh but their late round picks were ricard raquel who's still playing uh our beloved our beloved john gibson um and william carlson um yeah, um, Carlson was a late bloomer and then was eventually traded to Columbus in 2015 in a package deal where the Ducks would get James Wisniewski, who would play 13 games with Anaheim before hopping around retiring in 2018. So they kind of just like he was too gave dirty him away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Minnesota uh, took Brodeen Phillips in the first, like we talked about, Um I don't know. Bro- it's, I really like Brodeen, though. He's always Dean. Yeah, but he's not. You know, I mean, he's not on the same level as like some of the stars that came out of that draft. No, no, he's not. And drafts team play with team play in mind. I I see him on a line with Dumba or Suter, and I feel like. God damn, it's just there he's just such a great depth defenseman to have on your he's team. He's a very good he's a very good second line defenseman. Yeah. Yes. I like I like Brodin. I love him. I love him so much. I love his no movement clause. I love that he's not gonna get eaten by Seattle. Uh, I do not I like his no movement clause. I would rather keep uh Greenway than, than Brodin. You'd rather keep Greenway than Brodin? Yeah, I would. I think Greenway is gonna be really good. I think he's going to be like a, a Franzen without the injuries. Really was trying to convince myself to play the contrary, but I got to be honest with you. And I picked up, I dropped, um, who did I drop for Greenway? I dropped Chris Letang for Greenway. Yeah. Chris Letang's old. He's old. I mean, he's, and he's yeah. injured right now. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like Greenway too. I, I think he's going to be, yeah. 
I think now that he's got a little, like he's been playing on this like offensively mediocre team for so long, and now there's like, I don't know. It seems like he opened things up a little bit more this year. I don't know how. Erickson Eck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. I think Erickson Eck can skate, and I think he's like, I like him. I think I think Erickson Eck's going to be good, too. I don't know if he's going to be really good, and I don't think he's going to be a number one center, but hopefully Rossi can develop into that. Um, I think he's a one, too. I think he's a, a, a uh, he could be a really good second line defenseman. I don't, I think he plays more on his end of the of of the ice. You know, I think that's kind of where he yeah. shines. And as you and I know, defensemen never really get the respect they deserve because of that. I feel like in the same light, Eriksson can cover his own ass, and also he's he doesn't have like the fastest set of legs, but he's not a slow skater. I no, and I no, feel like he's just. Not. I feel like just in general too with um having Kaprizov and Fiala now. Yeah. You got to think with speed. those wheels turn in like the rest of yeah. the guys are like, "Oh shit, man, we got to make yeah. kick it into fifth gear." Yeah. Maybe I should step a little harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to chase like Marcus Foligno, it's a little bit it's a little bit more competitive, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. We've had a lot of slow hockey players. We over the years. Even when we had Marion Gavrick. Yeah. No, the rest of the team was super. I think one of those years, West Walls was like the second leading scorer on the team. I like him. What is, People really like him. I, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's a hero from our childhood. So. Yeah. Um, shit, what else you got, man? I think that uh, I think that about covers it. What's uh, we just got the the battle of the battle of Alberta bet right now? Battle of Alberta. Who else is playing tonight? Let me look this up. Yeah, let's take a look. See, huh? Let's find something to lose money to. Um, uh, uh, Montreal and Ottawa. Montreal lost their first game. They were like on a six-game streak, and they've lost to the shittiest team in the league and. I want to touch on that real quick. People are throwing around um, league stats. Like NHL is doing power rankings. How the fuck are you doing that? They're not playing against each other. Power rankings and comparative to what? It doesn't make any sense. Like, honestly. That's you're doing it by division. Yeah. Devils are in the middle of the pack in the East. They look real shaky against, like, a team like Washington and Boston. You show that team in the West against St. St. Louis, Colorado, and Minnesota. I love my wild. Fuck the Avs. I have a lot of respect for them, though. I I think the Devils... I hate them, them too, but I respect them. Uh, I think the Devils maybe have a leg up on the Avs and St. Louis, but we won't know because the only time that those teams will ever play each other, unless the NHL does some wild playoff format, forgive my pun... um, we, we, you won't see them unless they're Stanley Cup. So I think like, I think people push in power rankings with like the entire league are just it's stupid. Power rankings are always shot. stupid, honestly. And then this year they're like incredibly pointless. Yeah, I I think it's like it's always like an unimaginative like fucking played out trope that they change their minds on every other week. I feel like I don't know. I I like them. And I, the reason why I like it's them, hold on, hold on, please, 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 please. Okay. please. Um, the reason why I like them is because 
when I my I'm I'm a fucking dork. Okay, right now I'm studying yeah. for IT shit. I'm trying to get a bunch of certifications. I go on a walk sometimes. I'm not gonna lie to you. I watch hockey from 6 p.m. to bedtime. I used to be able to. I used to just look at power rankings and be like, oh, okay, there's like a bunch of weird Eastern Conference, Western Conference teams going on. If a team that was close to each other in the power rankings would be like, oh, let's see who's actually better than the other, because there's always some sort of like disparity in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. It's like an interesting reference point, you know. But sure. I think this year it's just like especially bullshit. It's it's I think it's fun. I think it's always bullshit, but it is especially bullshit this year. I don't think that like I don't know. I just like never think it's like a realistic breakdown on how things are happening, but it's a cute thing to read. Yeah. Oh, I like the Islanders. The I mean, the Islanders. I like the Islanders. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, they're um, gonna win tonight. I won't take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take Vancouver over Toronto. Really? Yeah. Dude, are you sure, Sam? I don't uh, want to do that. I have like, like $300 in my savings account right now, so I'm good. Dude, I'm broke as shit. Yeah, dude, give me your money. Um, dude, don't. Yeah, all right, I'll do it. Game on. Vancouver's, Vancouver's going to be uh, okay. They're six, eight. I know. They're, yeah, Toronto's I eight, I two, and one. They are doing right now, but it's fine. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so that, that website that I showed you to take games from, they have replays. You need to start watching hockey if you're going to start giving me your money i need to feel at least i need to feel like you're at least watching the games <laughs> okay i will take i'll take and then in light of that i'll take anaheim over san jose just as like a pity bet you want to take san jose okay all right and then we have edmonton and calgary where i got edmonton you got calgary so we're at yep we got 17 bucks because Cal, uh, edmonton's got to win by two you're better than the bookie, Corey. Oh, after we log off, I do want to talk to you about maybe hooking me up with your bookie. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I need, I need a hobby. I need. Yeah, it's, I'm uh, living life a little too safe lately. It's a good time. I don't have the money to be to be actually betting money with like real people who I have to pay on time. So <laughs> right. I can totally have. <laughs> right. Now. I'm sure um, it's a slow time for bookies. Next week, uh, let's touch on Wayne Simmons and maybe some Willie O'Ree stuff. Sounds great. Yep. All right. Yep. That's wonderful. And if people want, real quick, uh, if you're into the like, it's uh, it's horrible and CTE and everything, but we all love hockey fights because they're fun to watch. Uh, Wayne Simmons beat the shit out of the lesser Ben brother this week. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> all right. On. All right. Well, thank right. you for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Have a good week, y'all. Bye.